0: Discovery, go and throttle up. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1.
1: What is up and welcome to the Star Trek Warp Top 10 podcast. We're back. We're back, baby. Uh I'm your host, Phil Rizzo, and I'm joined by my seemingly permanent now co host, Brian Parks. What's up, Bomber?
0: Hey, how the hell are you? I'm doing well. Doing well. It's just three in a row for you. Yeah, you know, I appreciate it. Uh, you know, um what do you call it? By the way, i noticed there was no singing intro. There was a the thing with you were, you, were, you sang the uh you know podcast line there or yeah, you know, has that gone away now? Uh I, not gone away I, I just i save it i save it luke's a big fan of it
1: but i you know every time what am i gonna ah, you know it's a little too much so i'll save it for uh, for every other pod. you gotta mix
0: it up there yeah all right <laughs> yeah I you know Pavar- trying to stay original get someone like pavarotti in here to introduce the pod you know <laughs> yeah actually i tried
1: getting rico palazzo but he was like fuck you <laughs> um yeah so man what is happening so man thanks for doing this again i love it you're um you're you're kind of the uh, you're the Joan Rivers now. I'm kind of thinking you're the. Uh,
0: oh wow! Really? You're All the right. uh, Joan
1: Rivers of the Tonight Show
0: pod that we have going right. on here. Appreciate that. You know. The, uh, am, am I too old? Is that did you get that reference or? Uh no, I got it. I I, I don't know. Um, All right. I I was thinking like Ed McMahon kind of thing. Is that what you mean? Uh, something like that. Uh, well, whatever, whatever. Whenever Johnny would go on vacation,
1: she would pop in.
0: Whenever Johnny would go oh, on vacation, she would pop in. Whatever. Gotcha, gotcha. She'd be
1: the host for a week. Yeah. Um, but she was okay. like, she was pretty recurring, you know, but uh, yeah, no, look with Luke, uh, with Luke uh, just, just behind the scenes, man, you're, you're it. You're, you're the guy. How do you feel about that? You're, you're now, you're now the co-host of a Star Trek podcast. Did you ever think that would happen?
0: Uh, no, especially uh, to be honest with you, since the last time we, we did an episode together. Um, I've watched absolutely no Star Trek, so I've done no pre- preparation at all. I probably <laughs> should do that, but uh, you know, we're still uh, we're still staying away. But uh, you know, one day we'll get. My there. hope is that it's it's organic. Yeah, my
1: hope is that it's organic. My hope is that at some point you're like, ah, screw it, let me check this show out, and you get into it. Who knows?
0: Yeah, um, it's gonna be you know, one of and those. Then nights your euphorias will run out. <laughs> you know, it'll be one of those nights where I'm like, God damn it, I can't fucking sleep. Put Star Trek right on there. All right, that's how we do. <laughs> that's right. Put your right out. Yeah, yeah. So
1: yeah, yeah. So so we got a good top 10 for you today. Um not going to unleash it just yet. First, uh, you know, yesterday, I don't know if you noticed, Bomber or not, but September 8th is Star Trek Day.
0: Yeah, I never knew that was a thing. Uh... It's a thing. It's a thing. Um, you know, it,
1: it was the uh, September 8th, 1966 was the first broadcast day of uh, the original Star Trek series in the 60s. Um, oh, So they make cool. September 8th Star Trek Day. Kind of cool. Um, May the 8th you know, be I feel with you. Like <laughs> yeah exactly I was trying not to say may the fourth be with you but you know what <laughs> that's what it is but you know what yeah they're, they're late to the party Star Trek's late to the party so yeah so then now they have a Star Trek day finally now when you watch any Star Trek show they have sort of a Marvel type intro you know like every Marvel oh, okay. movie TV yeah, show's got good. the tin, 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 you know so Trek's got that now it's really good it took them a little while even uh, yeah. the new um, Star Wars shows have the same thing with the spinning droid and the, you know, Mandalorian. So, you know, you got to put a stamp on these intellectual properties. Star Trek's leaked to the party, but uh, I'm glad that they showed
0: up. But you know what I mean? So I'm trying to do the math, even though I'm brutal at that. So we're talking, am I right in saying 56 years ago? Is that what it was? Or no, that's not right. That's 34
1: plus 22. So it's 56. Look at you.
0: Oh, it is 56. Okay. It is 56. Yeah.
1: It was 56 years yesterday. And I know I'm dating the pod by saying, by, you know, putting a date on it. Hopefully we'll get this out in a week or two, but uh, I do want to apologize uh, up front. We have not been as consistent as we want it to be. We have not been as consistent as we were even last season. Um, so we're trying. We're going to keep trying. We're not going to stop at 10 episodes, though. We're going to kind of keep going, keep trying to put this out there. But uh, yeah, we've taken a couple weeks break in between here and there. It's just hard to find the time, hard to uh, put it all together with uh, you know life and jobs and family and all that
0: kind of stuff. But um, we are aware and we're going to try harder. What do you think of that pledge, Mama? Well, you know, what I want to say is that, uh, you know, you're know you you're talking about how, you know, you, it's been a while, you're inconsistent, this and that, but you know what? Let's give yourself a little pat on the back here from what you told me pre-show as we're getting ready to get ready to do this. No housekeeping this episode, right? I mean, that, that's, that's, that's true. That's up, right? All
1: right. I, that might be the first time. And right now, right now, someone listening to this is going, are you fucking kidding me? Like, yeah, you got, you got, got this wrong, this what wrong, and fuck? this wrong. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, and that's awesome. That, that That's why they're Star Trek fans. Hey, if, if I missed something in the last pod, man, shout it out. If Bomber said something that made you absolutely crazy, shout it out. Let us know. Hit us up. Cause You you can let us know on, on Instagram at SDWARP10, or you can just email us. Just email us and send us whatever you want. SDWARP10 at gmail.com. Let us know what's going on. So, yeah. Yeah, man, tell me what we missed last step. But as far as I know, no housekeeping, man. Wow. Which is weird because I'm pretty critical of myself. You might know that about me.
0: Yeah, no. I, usually it's about uh, you know ten minutes of the list and then about an hour and a half of the housekeeping notes. But now we have none, so you've really come down pretty well. <laughs> there you go. It's, it's a good day. It's a good day. Um, so yeah.
1: So that's uh, that's happening. Star Trek Day is happening. Hey, I'm still watching Enterprise. I'm almost through the first season. Am I rewatching Enterprise? Just a little, little, little let everybody know where I'm at. I haven't talked about it in a few pods, but uh, I'm on season three of the original series. Gonna wrap that up finally.
0: Finally, now, I, after uh, fifty-six years, I was going to ask you about this. Yes, like you know, we're saying, "Oh, the, the the original show aired and everything," but you probably back in the day could give a rat's ass. Now you're kind of picking up on the original show. I mean, so how do you? How first two seasons in the book? Uh, how's it? How's it been? It's been fun. It's been fun. I, I hear the third season is a little weaker than the first two, but
1: for somebody like me, who's you know again coming to the coming late to the party, I I, I feel like i oh, lot I like it a lot. I. I I'm getting good things and bad things out of the series. You know, when it's all done, I can't wait to do that freaking top 10. That's going to be hilarious because there's so many great things, so many goofy things, so many, you know, so many things to say about the original series. Um, I mean, if you, I'm sure you've seen like glimpses of it, but if you ever watched an episode, it's 1960s television. So it's, you know, it's it's always going to be 1960s television regardless of um, how awesome it is.
0: Well, I just think it's hilarious that, you know, someone that's a diehard fan, you know, you have, you know, you you've you loved star trek growing up everything this and that and then you the two most famous characters are kirk and spock and you're like you know what fuck them i'm not watching that shit you know and <laughs> now you I finally getting around to it uh, you know i uh, did say that
1: my father was like right. hey you want to watch the show with me i was four and i was like fuck you dad fuck kirk and spock i'll wait for next generation that's exactly what i said so
0: that's yeah. I, I, like, you know, I don't have any kids, but I'm, I'm looking at my, like, my brother has four kids, and, and you know they're getting involved in, like, the Star Wars stuff, you know. If I'm trying to tell them about Han and Luke, they're like, no, fuck them. It's all about Jar Jar and fucking uh, Qui-Gon. I want to throw them out the window. What are we doing here? You know what <laughs> I mean? Uh... Has anyone ever said the words, it's all about Jar Jar? I'm not sure. Probably not. Uh, and I'm sure the Star Trek fans okay. are here are tired of me talking about Star Wars, but I, I got to go with what I know. So I apologize for that. I'm all about Trek uh, from now on. Let, let, let's let's go. Hey, you know? there you go.
1: You know, I, it's funny. I, I Thinking about Jar Jar, I wonder if there was ever like a... A Jar Jar of the Star Trek universe, you know. I was just about um, to uh, ask you that. It, it ha- is there? Have, has there ever been one?
0: Uh, you know.
1: I mean, there's been a couple punching bags. Like I, I, I always thought that um, that uh, Wesley on Next Generation. Um, I, can, I can't think of his goddamn name. Uh, you know him from uh, Stand by Me. What the hell's his name?
0: Um, Will Wheaton. Will Wheaton. I got it. I got it. Oh, that's, um, that's unfucking uh, believable That's the Family Guy. Uh, <laughs> right. Will Wheaton. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I I've always kind of
1: thought that uh, that uh, Will Wheaton got 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 the raw end, got the raw deal, got the shit end of the stick. Um, a lot of fans weren't crazy about him. He was like the little, you know, not my words. He was the punk kid on Next Gen who would solve the problem before the adults could. So I always feel like he was kind of the Jar Jar for a little while. Um, not fair, not fair. Okay. But uh, right. yeah. No. Other than that, I don't think there's ever really a Jar Jar. There's never been like a, like a real pariah, as far as I know. There have been episodes. Yeah, you know, I don't even know if you noticed or not, Bomber, but the, our, our our podcast name, the Warp Top 10 podcast, so the Warp 10 is like the warp barrier. It's like uh, no one's ever gone Warp 10, I should say. You don't usually go Warp 10. Uh, ships go Warp 9.975, but they don't go like Warp 10, not normally. But there's one episode of Voyager where they broke the warp barrier. This is considered... Certainly, the worst episode of Voyager ever. It may be considered the worst episode of Star Trek. Um, wow. I, I'm, I'm not that. That's a kind of a bold statement, but it's definitely in the top ten worst episodes considered by fans. But that's actually where we get it. So, the, you know, the warp ten barriers is uh, so, is uh, how we named our podcast, which is kind of strange because when they did that in the worst episode called Threshold, it uh, it, it didn't end well. Didn't end well at all. So,
0: so there you go. Threshold is the Jar Jar of the uh, there Star you go. Trek universe. Uh,
1: there you go. That's my point. That's probably it. All right. Yeah, so uh, that's all I got. You, you ready? You ready to hear what we're gonna talk about today? Pumped up. Let's do it. Pumped up, guys. Today we're gonna do the top ten Star Trek villains. That's right, the top ten Star Trek villains. Wow, it's kind of a big one. That's exciting. Yeah. All right. I've had this one. Uh, this one's been on deck for a little while. I've been wanting to uh, shoot this one out for a while. Yeah, con, and I'm done. Uh,
0: hey, you know, take care, guys. Uh,
1: there you go. Now, if you if you had to make a list. How many Star Trek villains could you name off the top of your head? You just named Khan. Well, I, who, who I,
0: else could you name? It's funny. I'm, uh, I, I, I mean the Borgs. Are they? Are they uh, the, yeah, are they, they are singular Borg. Oh, Borg. One. There's only one Borg. Okay. All right. <laughs> no, they're like, um,
1: I don't know. This is like cacti. I guess.
0: Oh. Okay. 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 Yeah,
1: you know I mean it's like Borg is like the
0: the plural. They're the Borg. Yeah. 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 Um, um, that's good. That's good. I know there's another one I'm missing here. Well, obviously, That's sounds right. like there's at least ten of them. I uh, yeah, no, just, th- um, just throwing it just throwing it out there. So you right, can uh, catch the Riddler. It um, no, <laughs> I, uh, I have no fucking clue. Uh. <laughs> well, when I shout them
1: out, I know you're gonna hear. You've heard of a couple of the ones that I have on my list.
0: I'm so sure. um, yeah. so once
1: we get there, we'll um, we'll uh, we'll talk about it. All right.
0: All right. Sounds good.
1: So yeah, let's let's dive right in, man. This is the this is the Star Trek top ten villains in. My humble opinion, okay. Number ten, and you're gonna kick yourself because you heard of number ten, the Klingons. Of course, the Klingons. You know who the Klingons are.
0: Not the Klingons. Yeah, I've heard of them. Of course, I. You know, I should have put that together. Go ahead.
1: Go ahead. Well, I could have fooled you because the Klingons—they're friendly. They're not. They're friendly. They're not. They, they go in and out of the closet, but uh, in the closet, they go in and out of being friendly, not being friendly. But uh, but they did start out as uh, as villains. And yes, because I grew up on next gen, um and D-Space and Voyager. For the most part, Klingons were allies during that time, so they're number hmm. 10. They're, they're pretty high up on my list. I know a lot of fans will have the Klingons certainly closer to their number one. Oh, wow. So the Klingons, yeah, the Klingons are pretty badass. Uh, what do you know about the Klingons?
0: Um,
1: do you, about... do you know anything about the Klingons?
0: Well, I was going to ask you this, this now. That, that guy, um, I can think about the guy that you had the cardboard cutout of. Uh, what? The yeah, Worf. The Worf, is he? Is he's a, a species of a villain, right? But he's he he turns it into the good side. Is that right? Is, is that a Klingon? He was well, no? always a, good. Him.
1: So he's a he's a Klingon. Yep, he's a Klingon. Yep. Oh yeah, that's him. He's a Klingon. Yeah, so like oh, wow. during right. Kirk's box time, Klingons were enemies, and then at some point between the original series and next gen, um, actually in Star Trek Six, you can kind of see where this starts them them you know uh, becoming allies, but. uh Star Trek 6, the Kirk undiscovered country. But by Next Gen, the Federation and the Klingons were allies, and Worf was the only Klingon in Starfleet, but he was a good guy. So they were good guys by the time Next Gen came around.
0: You know, it, it makes sense because it kind of sounds like a friend, you know that, that that you know they stay over the house, but they, they never leave when you want them to leave. You know they're kind of all over you. You know they're kind of like a, the, the the Klingon thing. I'm like oh, they're kind of like an enemy and a friend kind of a thing. You know what I mean? Like you're like yeah. I want to push this guy into a car, but I also want to go to a ball game with him. You know what I mean? Yeah, and that's exactly how it is. They're still
1: loud, and most of them are assholes. But uh,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: they're good. They're good to having a fight. That's for sure.
0: Okay, all right. Well, I, I mean, it sounds like we're going to get a lot worse if that's number ten for you here. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, you know, um,
1: there's no surprises with my two and one. Like, I feel like a lot of people are going to have two and one on their, uh, the same ones that I have. So, you know, I'm, I'm not out to, uh, to shock people per se. I'm just kind of giving you what, what my list is. And maybe it's shocking that Klingons are number 10, but they are, they're high up on the list. Klingons are awesome. We love Klingons. They can fight. Um, they're formidable. They have a cloaking device. They can make their ship invisible, which is pretty, Ooh, pretty badass. Very, cool. very um, cool. I could use that. Yeah, certainly use that. Um, you know, what would the, be the first thing you would do if you were invisible?
0: Um. Yeah. Don't what? answer that. What would be the yeah. seventh thing? The seventh <laughs> thing you would do if you were invisible? Oh, uh, shit.
1: Um, I can think I, of nothing non-sexual that I would do if I was n- invisible. Well, so I'll that's you why few. you
0: jump. You jump to seven. You probably probably got to jump a little further down the list <laughs> than that. But no. Uh, you know, uh, I don't know. Pick someone's hat off their head and throw it in the water. I don't know. What would I do? I don't know. Uh, you know. Steal money? No, I, you, really you, I would do a good deed. How about that? All right, you know, would you? But it would be down to like like forty two, right? Uh yeah, it's probably yeah, probably. You would further,
1: sin, right? sin, 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 sin all the way to like forty two, and then you start doing good deeds.
0: Yeah, I'm trying to think of you know what other sins uh, to be? Uh, uh, there'd be a lot. I guess there'd be a lot of fucking oh, ma- crazy. Greed, shit. We were, you know. There's greed. There's
1: lust. There's you know a lot, a lot of you know it's, it's not all just uh, you know just 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 sex stuff. You you know you 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 you. You'd rob a bank, I mean, let's face it, what would we do? We'd rob banks, we'd just walk in and take what we
0: wanted, we'd do this and that. Yeah, no, I, I agree, yeah, I, you know, that's what I'm saying. Besides stealing and fucking, you know, uh, I'm trying to think maybe like, uh, wasn't there, a, there's an old movie or something like that with uh. The guy invents a bat that I think avoids the baseball or something like that, or it's like um, really, man, yeah, a yeah man, i mess up the name the of this baseball. movie. So, like basically, you know, he invents this wood that, like, I think it, when he goes to swing the bat, the ball like avoids the wood or something like that, like something like that. You go into a game, catch the ball in the middle of the field, or you know, do something with the baseball <laughs> you, you can fuck around with some sports shit there. You know, I feel like Looney Tune uh, shit. Yeah, Bay,
1: right, you know, I totally.
0: Uh, some madcap news. Stuff. The ball simply. just Yeah, right, right. Just totally fucking you know, people's minds. St- step on a bride's dress when they're going down the altar, you know, fuck up someone's wedding. You know, I don't know. What are we doing? here. <laughs> I don't know. There is a
1: there's a 70 to 80 percent chance we're going to cut that whole bit. But let's go ahead and just. Uh, let's <laughs> hey, for now,
0: forward. let's uh, read out. Wow. Number nine. What are we doing here?
1: It's in number nine. You have never heard of these guys. I guarantee it. But number nine are the Vidians. Okay. The Vidians. They're on this list for one reason.
0: How no where um, who they are.
1: Well, it's kind of frightening what they do. So they are on Voyager. They were on Voyager seasons uh, one and two. And uh, actually, might have been in three, but I'm pretty sure just one and two. So they're exploring this planet. And all of a sudden, these dudes pop out of the darkness and they zap you with something. And it turns out they just zap the fucking organs right out of your body. So they're like dying from this perpetual disease called the phage. So the this only way not- their species survives.
0: Go. <laughs> what do you got? Good. I know. I'm. I'm, I'm talking a lot th- This is fucking nine. Holy shit. I know. I know. I know. Like, that sounds. Well, they're gruesome. not like.
1: Um. They weren't around for a long time, and other than this point, there's not really much to them. But this is pretty terrifying. Um. One of the scariest things I've ever seen is Neelix, who's a character on Voyager, getting his lungs just taken out of his body. So he's just like, "What the fuck?" So then you know the doctor thank god gets him in a sick bay and they give him like holographic lungs to you know let him breathe until um you know they get his actual lungs back um but uh it's pretty scary shit can you imagine someone zapping you and all of a sudden you don't have a fucking stomach or they take your heart
0: right out of your fucking body no i mean that's fucking terrible what what if they took his dong could you get a holographic dong i mean what are we doing here (laughs) I mean, that's it, it, just fucking rough. And this is number nine. Who, who thinks of this? The Vidians. We got, we got to... I know. We got, I know. We got to go, it's number nine. We the got to get these motherfuckers. I'll tell you right now, if I was running that ship, we're, we're fucking high speed, warp fucking 20 into the next galaxy. Give me the fuck out of there. <laughs> Holy shit. I know. I know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> i just told you you can't go past 9.9 9. um <laughs> I, forgot no, I, that, yeah. I, know, I forgot why would you why would you remember that <laughs> so yeah the, the, ends, the ends of number nine there's a lot more on the list and uh you know, maybe it doesn't get as insidious as that i don't know but that, that's pretty pretty terrifying yeah. um interesting side note there that disease i told you about that they were doing this for it ended up getting being cured by uh george costanza oh Tritia. really yeah, Jason Alexander popped on in the uh 6th season of Voyager and uh one of the he ran this sort of think tank, all these geniuses from around the galaxy and one of the things he said was we actually just cured the Vidian phage. And it was just kind of like a throwback to uh you know a few seasons before, but a uh, eh, little little footnote to that. Jason Alexander hey, listen, or I think his name was Kuros
0: yeah. I mean, I, you know, Kramer was always my favorite character. It might have to be George now after hearing that he cured the fucking Vidian disease. I like this. He cures disease. I don't know if you remember.
1: I, I know you listen to the pod. Uh, way back in our second pod guest stars, Luke had Jason Alexander as this character on Voyager, and he hated him. Again, oh really? Not much rhyme or reason to Luke's lists ever, but uh, he uh he hated Jason Alexander's you know portrayal of this like. He Was like he would just talk very softly, and oh, yes, and it just wasn't George, you know what I mean? It wasn't, yeah, it yeah, wasn't yeah. what you used to see him, Jason Alexander. So, just a little, you know, like the uh, he was on Luke's list and he he couldn't stand his performance, and yet he made his list. So, I have to revisit that and ask him about it, yeah,
0: yeah. I, it would have been funny if he was acting like George Costanza in Star Trek. That I probably would have watched that, but uh, you know, hey, all right, let's move on. Number eight, another Number person
1: eight. you probably haven't heard of, Lore. This person's name is Lore. Lore. L- L-U-R-E? L-O-R-E, like a story. lore. Yes, right. Lore. Uh, So Data, you know Data, the android from uh, Next Generation. Yep, yep. The white, yellow-looking dude. So he has a twin brother. And by twin brother, meaning the person who created him created another robot just like him. Actually, before him. So his older brother, Lore, they found him on a planet uh, in Next Generation's first season, and he immediately just was an evil dude he immediately uh you know used his uh his positronic brain and his super strength to uh to do no good um he was a recurring villain on next generation he popped up uh on multiple episodes uh including the final season finale not the series finale but the season six finale uh, leading into season seven was his i believe final appearance on next generation uh so he was always creating havoc for uh for the next-gen crew. Why is he on the list at number eight? Um, soft spot. Soft spot for him. I always like the lore episodes. Um, I loved the episode, uh, what was it? Brothers, where Data is summoned to uh, the planet where his creator was, and uh, lore ended up being summoned there at the same time. Daddy didn't know that the uh, lore was still around. It was a nice little reveal. And uh, Brent Spiner played a staggering 85 roles in that episode. Holy That's a little, shit. Uh, a little tweet humor <laughs> for you. He
0: played. He played all three roles. He played the brother as well.
1: The brother, the father, and himself. Right. So he played. He played all three roles. Did did he play the mother? He did not play the mother. Actually, he played the father, the brother, and himself. Uh, the m- mother actually popped up on season seven, next gen. Uh, not played by Brent Spiner, but. Uh, ah. Played by uh-huh. a wonderful actress named—I have no idea. I'll, I'll look that up for next time. I just no, gave myself some housekeeping. Some housekeeping. There you go.
0: Yeah, but but that was that was uh, that was well done, well played. There, that wasn't a, wasn't an error really. Yeah, there I you mean, go. The error, kind of did it on the, purpose. I mean, the error is you not knowing it. I, I would have known that if I was watching. It, but uh, <laughs> no,
1: uh, I, I should was, know. So, She's been in some shit. You would recognize her face for sure.
0: So basically, you know, it, it, this is like the Loki Thor kind of a deal, right? Uh, something like that. Yeah, actually, it very much is. That's that's a good good analogy there. Um, yeah, yeah,
1: Laura is definitely Loki. Hey, four letters beginning with L. O. Mm, is there something there? Maybe there mm-hmm. is.
0: And they will have four letters: Data, Thor. What are we doing here? Data, Thor. What are we doing here? And Brett Spiner played all of them. He did. He did. He, did. he played. He played. So I don't know if you remember
1: from from the one of Luke's favorite, uh, one of Luke's top ten uh, TNG season eight tweets. The B story was, and Brent Spiner played a staggering eighty-something roles. That's why I said that. So, that's a little little callback, a little callback to Luke's uh, one of Luke's favorites. There, I'm a big data fan, big next gen fan. They're on there. It is what it is. But I'm also a big D space nine fan. And here we go. Number seven is actually my second favorite recurring character, and that would be Gold Ducat. Gold Ducat. I don't know if you remember me talking about Ducat when I was talking no. about um, uh, recurring I've heard the squad. name. No.
0: Oh, I've heard the name only from you guys mentioning it probably, but I don't know what the hell this is or what a person looks like. Take it away. Yeah, the Goldencot. Yeah, no, no. Olympia the Golden so Oh, okay.
1: <laughs> Golden Caucus, Michael Dukakis. He's a uh, he's a Cardassian. Um, you know, Cardassians are the guys with like the uh ridges and then they got the little spoon thing. They're all gray, they look like reptiles. Um just for your visual, if you've uh, you ever, you ever seen pictures of him. But anyway, Gold Ducat became the uh, chief villain on uh, D Space Nine. I talked a lot about Gold Dukat a few episodes back. I'm not going to go into it ad nauseum, but suffice to say, you can't have a villain's list in the Star Trek universe without having Gold Ducat on there. Um, his arc from start to finish was really brilliant. I talked about that as well. Um, Mark Alemo, the actor who played him, really well done. Um, <clears throat> again, I've talked at length about it, so I'm just going to kind of, boom, leave it. You all know who Go Ducat is, except for you, Bomber.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and, 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 and it's funny, too, because when you say the Kardashian, I, 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 you know, of course, I keep thinking you're saying Kardashian. Is, is, no it, H. Been, uh, any, no uh, H. Kardashian. Any, has there been any spoofs on that name together with that name? Uh, you know, you feel you know like that's, that's out there, uh, you know.
1: I feel like when I've heard celebrities try to talk Star Trek, they say Kardashian by accident instead of Kardashian. I feel like that's I, happened once.
0: I could understand that. Yeah. I feel yeah.
1: like maybe Ted Danson made that mistake at Star Trek's 30th anniversary. I feel like he said Oh no, he didn't. He slurred the word Bajorans. He called them Bajurians, I think. That's very specific that I remember that. I, I don't know. It's just
0: something I remember. You know now you know I I want to say real quick sorry to go back a little bit, but uh I'm going back okay. from 10 from 10 up because you, now this character um that you just mentioned, bold cock, gold, gold, golden cock. What? Uh, no, gold. Yeah, <laughs> 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 golden so cock. Like. Gold like a seagull. Gold. Ducat. Ducat. Two separate
1: words. Gold is like a um. Gold is the Cardassian equivalent of captain. So it's a like captain. Ducat. Oh, gold. Oh, I like that. All right.
0: So this guy's pretty high up. All right.
1: There you go. You you know a Cardassian word. There you go. You're learning a new uh, language.
0: Yeah, but but so now this guy. This is specific to Deep Space Nine. Yeah. Uh, lore from Next Gen, but like, um, what was the first one? There, the Worf, uh one?
1: Yeah, Next Generation. And I, oh, I will oh, confuse okay. you. So the so, actor so- who played Golducat actually did play a Cardassian. He played the first Cardassian ever on Next Generation, but he wasn't Goldukat. He was Gol-Masset. So I don't know why they didn't okay. just make the character Gol-Masset when they went to Space 9 They do that a lot and it's annoying, but
0: there you have it. They didn't do it. I guess the question I'm asking, I was going to ask you is that, is there, are there, and we might get there later on in the list, I don't know, but are there villains that play throughout the whole series? Like, there's an overarching uh, nemesis out there, or are they all kind of specific to the the enterprise that's running at the time kind of thing?
1: Oh, I hear you. No, it's a great question. No, um, yes, there are. There are a lot of them, actually. I mean, Cardassians, like, there, there have been Cardassians, like I said, on Next Gen. There have been Cardassians on Deep Space. Were there Cardassians on Voyager? Yes, there certainly was. Wow, look at that. There was a Cardassian on Voyager. I've mentioned her in a previous pod as well. Uh she was a Bajoran, I uh, sorry, a Cardassian posing as a Bajoran, and she ended up being one of the enemies of Voyager in seasons 1 and 2. So yeah, Cardassians have been in all the new series. Um they're also on lower decks. I've seen them in Lower Decks too, so that's kind of funny. Um but yeah, no, a lot of these and especially the ones we're going to get to um towards the top of the list, they're threats in every Star Trek show.
0: Good yeah, yeah, Good. well, it's funny you you answered it like you were getting ready to talk to a fucking toddler. There, you're like, "Yeah, all right, you fucking moron." Yes, there's uh. So let me uh, <laughs> you know, sit, sit you down here and explain this to you. Uh, you know, no, uh, no, I, I, I appreciate I it. That? I appreciate the. Why uh, would yeah, I say that? I, I, I don't know. I love I the know. fact. You, you know, it's
1: it's quick sidebar. So the, the one of the one of the reasons, other than the fact that you're hilarious and I love talking to you, um, one of the reasons I like having you on the show too is because even if, um. You don't need an explanation. Like, I like the idea that um, anyone listening might get a little bit of that, too. Like, you know, maybe yeah. there's, we have some just casual fans listening, and they don't know who the Vidians are, because they've never seen Voyager. And right. The Vians, Vidians are specific just to Voyager. Okay. So maybe the fact that I'm explaining to you who the Vidians are, maybe a couple people out there are like, hey, okay, cool. I didn't, I never heard of them either. Maybe I'll check out Voyager. Maybe I'll check out that episode. You know, so it's kind of cool. Adds another aspect. When me and Luke are going back and forth, or to a lesser extent, um, you know, me and Troy, there's not as much... Um, Exposition, not as much explanation, because we both know that we kind of know what each other's talking about. So it's kind of cool. It, it's so you're you're bringing another aspect out of me,
0: doing the pod right. with me,
1: and I uh, love it. And no, I like you.
0: that. I like that. Yeah, no, I'm just making a note to myself to never watch Voyager. Those guys are scaring the fucking piss <laughs> out of me. Um, it really is,
1: and the way they did it was pretty pretty frightening too. I I don't see it talked about a lot in that vein, but it, it hit me pretty hard.
0: I, yeah, no shit. Uh, you know, yeah. I, I I I think it would hit anybody hard, uh, especially when your fucking lungs are being taken out. You got a goddamn hologram in your chest. What are we doing here?
1: <laughs> That's exactly right. Like it's so true.
0: <laughs> fucking frightening.
1: Yeah. Anyway, uh, let's, now, let's let's move on. let a move on. Move on. Now, That's what,
0: scary one. What number are we on now?
1: Six. Oh, all right. All right. Number six. Um, this. No, you haven't heard of this. I was gonna say because this villain has jumped universes. And I, the Klingons did too, so I'm kind of... But, okay, anyway, Barry in the lead. Number six, Section 31, okay? Section 31, think of uh, the CIA, Right. That's that's or, the name uh, of the villain.
0: Section thirty one.
1: Section thirty one. It's 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 not a villain. It's a um. Oh, okay. It's a a part of Starfleet. A, a secret hidden part of Starfleet, oh, where they okay. kind of run like clandestine spy ops and stuff without like getting approval from from you know, the Federation Council or the Federation President. So like I said, it's like the CIA. Imagine like if if Starfleet had a CIA. Now what's cool about this is for years, and you know a lot of people listening know this, is that you know the Romulans had. A similar type of organization called the uh, the Tal Shiar. The Cardia- Cardassians, the Kardashians, the Cardassians had a similar organization called the um, Obsidian Order, and you know you heard about these a lot, and they were kind of cool, but then on D space nine, we found out that you know yes there has been a Federation uh, group like this, and it's in fact been around since the Federation was formed, uh, you know to do the things that people don't want to know that we're doing, you know right. again. Right. The CIA is exactly what this is modeled after. Awesome. Um, the CIA, you know, matter of fact, the um, imagine the Section Thirty One and the Tal Shiar of the Romulans is kind of like the KGB and the CIA in the Cold War, right? You know, so a lot of that going on. So Section Thirty One is kind of cool because not only has it debuted on Deep Space Nine, so obviously it wasn't a next gen because it came out after, right? But um, this popped up in Star Trek Into Darkness, so this was one of the key points. Of, Which I haven't seen uh, yet. I, I, that's why I thought, oh, you've seen it, but I was like, ah, now you have it. Yeah. But uh popped up on there, and it also uh, played a major factor in Discovery Season 2. So Section 31's a really cool, overarching um, okay. you know, villain, and they're humans. And like for a- the most part, they're humans and they're Federation, so it's an interesting dynamic when you
0: have a villain who is who we are. Gotcha, yeah. Like, like, like Almost, like, I was going to say, like a specter, almost. Uh- yeah. That's a great. There you go. It's it's a great right. way to think of it. Yeah. See that.
1: If anybody has seen Jay's Bond out there, yeah, you got you know you got the uh, MI six, and then they're always battling Spectre. At least they were in the sixties. And then, hey, you know what? They brought it back in the last couple of movies. Little uh, Ernst Stavro Blofeld
0: for you there. There. you go. There you go. Uh, you know, there you is, go. Is, is, is Blofeld on the list? Um, well, he would be if he was in Star <laughs> Trek. I love Blofeld. No, but uh, it was funny when you when you kicked off about section section thirty eight. I wanted to say no. What is it? Section. 31, that's all right. Oh, 30, 31. Uh, you said you were like, then the, the they jumped. You started off saying that. And I'm like, oh, they moved up on your list kind of thing. No, but you're saying they, jumped, they <laughs> right. jump uh, worlds. Oh, okay, Live yeah. jump here. Section 31 is now two. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Luke would do shit like that. I was like, yeah, I like that. All right, you know. It's exciting. You like when Luke did that? That's good, yeah. Well, I, well it only be, I guess it just shows you how how fluid the list can be like you'll sit there I, 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 I we do this all the time too like when you make a list about something you're like, "Nah, fuck, this should be higher than this." You know what? Let me get a fucking eraser out and uh, you know. But uh, but sometimes you want locked true. in. You're like, "You know what? Th- these are pretty much untouchable, you know." But unless I, somebody says something that you forgot, you you always so, some are kind of unmovable, but some you're kind of like, "I can fuck with these," you know.
1: 100%. I think I said a couple times on the pod actually that like if you ask me a week from now, be a different list, and that's true for all all the stuff we joke. You know, we talk about movies and sports, and yeah, it, it could change. I mean, a lot of time with sports, you know, the the goat is usually the goat, but it changes, right? Yeah. No, before yeah, Tom but, Brady, you know, who would have said who would have you know you would have said Oh no, the greatest of all time is I don't know Dan Marino or um, whoever your guy is, Brett Favre, Peyton right. Manning, whoever you said. The best. Who would you have said before Tom Brady was the
0: goat? I I always said Montana, but
1: Montana. Okay, yeah, but now could you imagine anybody besides Brady as being like? Like the greatest of all time? Could you imagine?
0: Yeah, uh, no, it's hard. It's hard to argue that now. I mean, you know, uh, I feel like uh, as much as I, hate, I, I'm gonna Star Trek fans are going nuts. We're talking about football here, but I, you know, <laughs> I, I, so I hate to admit this, but the Giants were kind of like the Klingons to uh, to Brady. You know, they, they, they uh, you know, they, they were <laughs> That's true. That they they, 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 Brady couldn't beat him. Uh, what can I say? As much as I hate to say it, wait to bring that back. Wait, wait for you to bring that back. Uh, we're trying. What was it? The veneer? What was it? I'm sorry. What, what were those ones that sucked the organs out? Veneer, oh Vidians, Vidians, Vidian, Vidian, yeah, those those things. Boy, let me tell you, uh, right now they're my number one. I never even watched the show, but let's let's well, let's keep going. <laughs> right, you know. We'll keep going. Now so we're going that was top five thirty-one.
1: Here. Top five, number five villains: the Dominion. You might have heard me talk about the Dominion on this pod a bunch of times, because again, I'm a big DS9 fan. So the Dominion. On Deep Space Nine, bomber, in the very first episode, they discover a wormhole, uh, a tunnel through space where they can go to another part of the galaxy. It's really far away. Okay. So the the gimmick of – not the gimmick. It's not a gimmick. It's not cheap. But um, the one, one of the the draws of that show is that like they were exploring a quadrant of the galaxy that they've never – nobody's explored before. The Gamma Quadrant. So they get in there and, all oh, those planets. And, oh, look at this species. Hey, let's trade with them. But then they start hearing rumbles about this – great empire that lives on this side of the wormhole called the Dominion. As it turns out, the Dominion are huge. Um, you know, imagine the Roman Empire, say, you know, if you were, um, you know, I, don't, or I, I should say, imagine, um, this is this is kind of interesting to just me and nobody else, imagine if you're the Roman Empire and you don't know it, but, you know, out there in, in the East Asia is a Chinese empire that's as big as yours and yet they never met. They never met. Right. So imagine if there was a wormhole between Rome and and China. Right. Boom, then you'll have a, you'll have a dominion war. You, we would have had a war um you know the size of whatever. That's actually interesting. It's actually true. At the height of the Roman Empire, you know, I want to say the Ming Dynasty, that's I'm probably totally wrong about that, but they were at the height of their power and they came very close to really learning about each other's existence. The existence of the empires, I should say um a couple outposts were like really close but they never actually learned that there was a power as great as theirs at there around that time pretty interesting stuff if
0: you ask me yeah um, you know, top 10 uh, world history fucking lessons here phil rizzo let's go all right uh, you, know, a little there you know i love history i'm I not like great that. at it but i love it um so anyway imagine
1: if there was those two powers existing in the galaxy but now there's a wormhole now you can get right to each other just like that and the dominion wasn't having it they tried invading the alpha quadrant And there's a war for two seasons on TV. So the Dominions were pretty badass. Um, You know, I'm not going to bore you with all the facets of the Dominion. Anyone listening, if they haven't seen it themselves, they've heard Luke and I or Troy and I talk about it ad nauseum. So I'm not going to go into it at all, but they're pretty badass. They're pretty badass. They're structured pretty well. They put a lot of thought into how the Dominion works Um, and they teased it in season two of D-Space and then they built it, built it, built it through seasons three, four, five, and then Boom. All Out War Season 6 and 7. That's a pretty badass villain. They put a lot of thought into it. Love it, love it. Any thoughts on that, my friend?
0: Well, you know, I, I, I got to, I, so far, I got to say, it's not just Dominion. It's the Dominion, right? I mean, when you have a thought in front, that's, that sounds pretty fucking intimidating, right? I mean, uh, you know? Pretty intimidating. I think so. Uh, I don't know. Now, what do they look like? The the is it, now this is not one specific. This is a whole group of uh, like like you said, like an empire kind of thing, right? It's uh,
1: exactly right. So it's not one species. It's okay. So, so okay, so I'll go into it a little bit. So so there's three pretty much species who sort of run the Dominion. There's the spoiler alert. Five, four, three, two, one. <laughs> the founders. They run the Dominion. The founders are like Odo's species. Odo's that guy shape shapeshifts. I don't know if you have ever seen him on D Space Nine. Oh, Renee Auberjonois. The guy from Benson plays him. Um, ben- Benson. Man. Oh, right. no, no, no. The guy who uh, who led the... <laughs> he was the leader of the bumbling idiots in Police Academy 5, Miami Beach. Oh, really? That guy. That guy was the guy hilarious. with the mustache who smelled the fart in the elevator. Yeah. yeah. That's when yeah. that's yeah. that's yeah. i <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's funny. No there shit. he goes. So rest wow. in peace. So he he, he played Odo on D-Space 9. He was a shapeshifter. And the gimmick of the f- gimmick, I keep saying gimmick. because they're, they're cheap. It's not cheap. One of the big um, attractions of D-Space 9 when it first came out is that for the first three seasons, Odo didn't know where he came from. He was the only shapeshifter he knew, blah, blah, blah. Turns out he finds a bunch of shapeshifters and guess what? They are the leaders of the Dominion. Pretty cool twist. Right. Uh, so the, the, the founders, Odo species, they use the Vorta this species that's sort of through the administrators. Um they sort of you know carry out the founders' plans and the Vorta use the Jem Hadar, the soldiers, the badasses, to do the dirty work. So it's like a three species structure, but they also have a bunch of planets that they've sort of taken over and that they sort of enslaved not enslaved, but for the most part they have. So all these planets and species are under the dominion. It's this big empire they own, just like a real empire would do. And yeah. And then they're just sitting there on the other side of the galaxy. And then when this wormhole came about, all of a sudden we know about them, they know about us, and boom, war.
0: You know, I, I got to be honest with you, I completely zoned out. Can you start that from the beginning Does <laughs> it <minion? laughs> No, there's, uh... an awesome,
1: there's an awesome line on Always Sunny in Philadelphia where, like, Dennis is talking to Dean, and he's, like, going on and on and on and on. And Danny DeVito walks in and he's like, Hey, could you say that all again? And he's like, Frank, I just spoke for five straight minutes. I'm not going to say it again. It's <laughs> exactly what I felt like when he said that. <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah, no, they they they, I, they sound they sound cool. I would like to check out some of the uh, shapeshifting shit. That's always a, a thing I like. Um, I've seen that. I've seen that idea and other things. Maybe it started with Star Trek. I don't know, but there's a, a character that can do it that. Definitely it's pretty cool. I would say it definitely did not. But no, it didn't. Okay. Still, they. I was trying to give Star Trek a little credit, defense. and uh, you just smacked it down. Yeah, right, it right. smacked it right the fuck down.
1: Nah, they did not invent that. So shut the fuck up. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. All right, all right. All right, we're moving uh, on. Here we go. Sorry, Let's get down to the nitty-gritty here. We got to top four villains. Here, oh, oh yeah, yeah. I love your cat.
0: Sorry, yeah. what's the cat's name? Uh, Luna. Luna. I knew that. God damn it! Shout out to Luna. Well, it's the artist formerly known as Luna. I've now changed it to Vidian. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Um, yeah. Uh, no, I don't want to do that because I'm. A, she, she looks at me like she wants to suck the organs out of me and fucking put me in my <laughs> tomb. My uh grave here all right let's uh what, what do we got top four how are we doing here <laughs> all number right here four. we go
1: you you know number four you said it already con 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 well no, yes, i gotta be honest i know he's Khan. only four, four. Uh, hit me hit me wow
0: hit me. no i mean i'm four I, you know I, this is like you know this is like darth vader th- uh, being number four no i mean maybe I, maybe he's not that big i don't know i mean i don't know from star trek all i know is i know con but I, you know i don't know, no, you, I, you know.
1: you're right if, if there is a vader of the star trek universe it is khan it is khan nuni and definitely um i love khan i love both versions of khan i love ricardo montalban of course and i i like ben in the cumberbatches khan um but um i got some bigger hitters that i got to put ahead in but okay khan right. is khan Let, let's not take anything away from from the big dog so yeah um brilliant great idea uh, conceived in the 60s. He was in a, a season uh, one episode called Space Seed. Um, oh, shit. Yeah. Was where it, in. It, uh,
0: Ricardo Montalban played him or not? Yeah.
1: Yeah. And oh, then wow. he reprised the role in Star Trek 2, Yeah. So he oh, played wow. him originally in the oh, show. Really? Um, kind of a cool idea. So in the 90s, that's the 1990s. So it kind of didn't happen. But in the 60s, they said in the 90s, um, there was something called the Eugenics War, where a bunch of genetically enhanced humans you know smarter faster stronger tried to take over the planet um and i think did partially um that's why they had to maroon them on um alpha six or five i always get it confused so that that's where the star trek 2 picks up where they're marooned and they left them for dead no it's all right anyway so yeah so Khan, super genius um you know what can you say about ricardo montalban just That performance was fucking amazing. Um, yeah, we talked about him chewing the scenery. Love it. And I like Benedict Cumberpatch's a very over the top take on uh Khan. He did sort of the Ray Fines uh, you know, Voldemort, like where do you go from there? You gotta go over the top. It's fucking Voldemort. Um it's Khan, you know, so he uh he really went for it. Khan's great, Khan's brilliant, Khan's awesome. Um, yeah. I love hearing George yell it on Seinfeld. I love hearing. Uh, yes. I love seeing. You know, William Shatner scream it. Uh, you know, it's 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 it is iconic. You're right. It's it's con. Um yeah. And uh, yeah, and he's number four. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Um, I know a lot of people have number one on the list for sure. At least number two. Um, but my my numbers two and one are pretty pretty rock solid. Uh, my number three is controversial. Uh, if you want to tell me that my well, number three should be less than con, we'll see.
0: Yeah, no. I, I let me just. I'm just sending a text to a friend of mine. Phil's list is bullshit. All right. Um, <laughs> Two questions. Who's the friend? <laughs> That's uh, a, a, I only have one question. I do have a buddy of mine named Ben, and I told you. I think I told you. My sister-in-law Jess. They're both Star Trek fans. So uh, hmm. I don't know. I, I've I've sent the pod uh, connections out. I'm hoping they're listening. I'll have to check in with them and see. Uh, but uh, nice. I'm sure. I'm sure that they. Uh, well, I, 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 I'd I be curious to see what they think about your top three then. But, but but you know, like you said, they're, they're pretty baller, it sounds. So maybe you'll have some some people on uh, that listen to the pod that agree with your uh, top three here. Who knows? Well, I'm going to make a case for number three. I don't think I got to make a case for two and one.
1: Um, I think most Trek fans who uh, enjoy multiple shows will agree that you can flip-flop con with these one and two. But right. let's go ahead and do three and we'll get it over with. Okay? Yeah. Um, you may have even inferred, if you are a diehard fan or a fan of this pod, who my numbers one and two are. So maybe you already know who three is. That's a lot of just, blah, 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 so we'll just get to it. The Romulans. The Romulans are number three.
0: Okay. The Romulans. The yes.
1: Romulans. We made the Cold War analogy before between the KGB and the CIA. So the Romulans are Russia. The Romulans are Cold War Russia. They were conceived as such, I believe. I don't think I've. I don't know. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I've I've heard that or read that. Even if I didn't, it's it's pretty obvious. So in the 60s, when they came up with the idea of the Romulans, it was very much, you know, Cold War happens then. So what's cool about the Romulans, they also have the cloaking device like the Klingons do. They can make their ship invisible. But really what's cool about the Romulans is they were a total mystery um, in the original series and in Next Generation. So... Having watching having watched Next Generation first, at the end of the first season, when they started talking about the Romulans, the Romulans, I'd never heard of them, <clears throat> but they built them up that no one had even seen what they looked like. No one had seen a Romulan ship in 50 years. So the story goes, there was a Federation Romulan War before Kirk and Spock. So when Kirk and Spock, you know, had their show in the sixties, there were some, a couple of Romulan episodes. And by the way, they look exactly like Klingons in the sixties. It's kind of weird, but. Oh really? Interesting. Yeah. And they actually had birds painted on their birds of prey, um, you know, ships. I'm sure it was very cool on the sixties. Lost a little luster for me because in the next gen, the Romulan ships look fucking awesome. But, uh, Anyway, yeah, blah, blah blah blah. Long story short, I'm, I'm going on and on. Uh, the Romulans are really this badass race. They're pretty much in step with us every step of the way. They are us. They're the antithesis of the Federation. I say us, like I'm in Starfleet. The fucking Federation. They're like they're like in lockstep with the Federation, both in technology, in um, you know, uh, culture, that kind of thing. So they 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 just constantly prove to be a, a um a worthy nemesis over the course of multiple shows. I actually, I can't think of a show that didn't have a Romulan in some form or fashion in it. Maybe Voyager? I don't know. I like cool that. Thing
0: about, it's, it, it's all, I'm sorry, yeah, all hit, me, hit me, hit me. Hit me. No, talking, I like I, that
1: if, you got to shut me the fuck up. I, I talk, I'll talk for 10 minutes and not even realize that
0: anyone else... Well, no, know. but I feel like the fans are enjoying that because they're finally, you know, they're they're picking up on some Star Trek. So whenever I talk, I'm not bringing any, really, any Star Trek to the table. So I'm, I'm going to let you go and then, I, you know, that's fine. I, you know, uh, I mean, you know... I. I just, I'm trying to figure out what the fuck you're talking about. That's all, uh, you know, but I know. the, um, but, but, but the, uh, I like the idea that they were they, if they were, uh, um, an entity in each episode or each, uh, iteration of the show, I think that's pretty cool. I, li- I like that idea. Uh, you know, and now, and now uh, did Dolph Lundgren make an appearance in this thing? Uh, Dolph
1: Lundgren? He did not actually.
0: No. Okay. Right. I thought maybe the Russia connection, I was looking for something like that there. Uh, you know, you see, see where we're going there. You know, get, get Drago to play a
1: fucking uh, Romulan. That'd be kind of cool. So in J.J. Abrams' Star Trek, I don't know if you remember now, but Eric Bana, they they were Romulans. The bad guys in, in
0: okay. that show, they were Romulans. Yeah, it's been and a while. I saw it when from... it came out, and I loved it, but I haven't, haven't gotten back, yeah. so I need to uh, no, check sorry. back in better.
1: And they went old school with the uh, with the makeup, which I kind of like, it was a nice little throwback. Plus, it's another universe, so they could do whatever they want, huh, yeah, right? That's
0: that, that's that Kemlin timeline. What is it? Uh, Kelvin. That's good. Kelvin. Very good. Kel- Close. Kelvin timeline. Yeah. No, yeah. So the Romulans, okay, all right. I think think
1: the Romulans are pretty badass. Here's what's cool about the Romulans too is that much like the Klingons, at at some point in the 24th century when D-Space Nine was on the verge, actually no, when they were in a war with the Dominion and losing, the Romulans were just kind of hanging out. They were just kind of like neutral. Um, But, and I know you've heard me talk about um, my favorite uh, D-Space Nine episode. It was in my, uh, In the Pale Moonlight where Cisco commits heinous acts um he's a he's an accessory to murder but the whole point of that episode was him getting the romulans tricking the romulans to get on our side in the war and fight the dominion and ever since then the romulans have actually been quasi good guys and it's all okay. because of a federation captain who uh really went went dark um nice. so it's kind of interesting so the whole star trek universe kind of teetered on that one episode making the romulans kind of Kind of good guys. Right up to including uh, Picard. Picard, you know, season one, uh, Romulans were kind of on our side. So, big long arc with the Romulans. They're all over the place. I think they're badasses, and that's why they were they were number three. You want to tell me Khan's a better villain than the Romulans? I, I won't argue.
0: Yeah, right. But, but, so, so, I'm saying for most fans, though, if they made a top ten villain list, the Romulans would probably be on it, but maybe not as high. Is that what you're saying? They'd have to be in the top ten. Yeah. Um, probably in the top five. Um, right. But okay. yeah, okay. So I could I totally about- see
1: putting putting Khan ahead, for sure. Um, okay. And certainly one certainly my number one ahead of them. Number two, eh, we'll see. But that's where we're at. We're at number two. Right. And I think you've heard of this because
0: we we're did a number whole two?
1: episode. We did a whole episode about this, buddy. Let's see if you remember. Number two, Q.
0: Do you oh, remember right. oh, Q? Oh, yeah. yeah. I know how much you guys love Q. I mean, you know, holy shit. Drew. You
1: know. You know, Drew, my brother, Drew, he came up with the idea for doing the top 10 Q episodes. Great idea by Drew. We were, um, I failed in not letting him be a part of that pod as has since become the tradition. So uh, we're going to get Drew on. I said, if you ever come up with another top 10, he may not, but if he ever does... We're going to have him uh, have him on to talk about his pod. He has since become an avid listener of the pod. I'll
0: tell you that. Oh, no shit. All right. Yeah, he doesn't well, know much I'm, about Star Trek, but he really well, we enjoys got, the we, pod. We have to help him out with the topics so we get him on here. We got to get him on here. Uh, you know, we're, we're, I'm up with suggestions, man. Hey, and you guys,
1: my brother is a big hockey fan. He's into movies, TV, just like I am, but he never quite caught on to Star Trek. If you can think of anything that might be a good topic for a non-Star Trek fan to jump on board, kind of like Bomber did with his parodies or with the... Uh, even, even, you know, uh, Trek actors, um, you know, Bomber being an actor himself, he can kind of, you know, get into that a little bit. But uh, yeah, if you got an idea for Drew, Bomber shouted out, you guys shouted out, hey, I want to get Drew on the pod somehow, um, even if it's a uh, top 10 reasons I don't want to watch Star Trek. Like, that's fine. Oh, that's fine, too.
0: Nice. Me and Drew could do that, and you can make fun of us. I like that idea. All right. Well,
1: I've been flirting with the idea of going negative at some point, not permanently and becoming evil, but I mean, like, doing right, a pod, right. it's like the worst Next gen episodes, you know, because there are some st- clunkers, you know, even on the shows I love. So that's, that's in the hopper. So we might, might, might go a little, uh, go a little, uh, negative with some of these pods, you know, just to keep it, uh, keep it fresh. What do you think about mm-hmm. that?
0: No, I, I like that. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I know it's a while you're like, wow, I, I, I must be a downer here. I got If you do a few in a row, but yeah, I think I'm sprinkling in a little fuck, you know. Because that's always fun to dissect, too, some of the ones that are really the worst, uh, you know. Yeah, uh, even yeah. in
1: a comic way. It's not all roses. Like, you know, every episode's not fucking great. Every show's not, uh, you know, not yeah. the best show. So, you
0: know. Nah. Get that in there. But yeah, so Q. So we did a whole episode on Q. We've talked about Q. Q, is, is that the same thing from James Bond? Wasn't that this guy, Q, the guy that gave all the gadgets? Yeah.
1: Yeah, he had the gadgets. Yeah, totally. This was a Q Q is John DeLancey, played by the the great John Delancey. Uh he was just on Picard season two, so that was really cool. Um got a little Q season there. Um yeah, so like we did a whole pod on Q. Um Q was so iconic that we um I I parrot sketch not included him. Um back when we did the um what which one? What was that when I was Oh, recurring characters. When I did recurring characters, Q was just such an obvious choice. I wanted to, you know, get more people in there. So so that's how iconic Q is, um, you know, John Delancey, the episodes, they started out as menacing, then when he kind of got to know the crew a little bit more, they became a little more comical, it was sort of a, you know, delight to see Q and not so much a, ooh, Q, you know, Q episode, it was just kind of funny, um, John Delancey's hilarious, um, and his, um, his sort of swan song on Picard season two was, was a lot of, a lot of fun to watch, um, more emotional than I thought saying about to A character was only in, you know, say, you know, 12 episodes. And then, but Q was on three series bomber. I don't know if you remember wow. that from the pod. No, I, I, Q I was, mean, I, on I, I Next know he Gen was in and Voyager.
0: Yeah, I know he was, I know he appeared a lot because you guys talked about how much, you know, a recurring character. And, you know, you mentioned a lot of episodes. I think you, then you do a whole thing on, well, the Q episodes was one of the lists. So that yep. shows you he's been on there a lot. So yeah, no, I, I, uh, I just think it's funny, like you know, he's a, he's on the villain list, but you got emotional because you know he's like a, a nice bad guy. He's not going to suck the organs out of your fucking asshole. You know what I mean? Like he's going to really not going
1: to do that. Uh, he's, not
0: gonna, he's not going to go vidiian on our asses. Jesus, <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. Oh <laughs> and my then but before God. people start screaming at me, uh, let me clean up a little uh, quick housekeeping for this one. Um, so Q, I know I said he was in the three the three uh, shows, Next Gen, D Space, Warrior, He was actually in five by my count. So oh wow, he started out on Next Gen handful of episodes on next gen he did one episode on Deep Space. he did what did we say three on voyager but then he was on lower decks and he was on picard season two a bunch of episodes so q's wow. q's gotten around and like you well, asked before over
0: a bunch of shows you could even say six because apparently he's got a place in your heart phil <laughs> that's right
1: it's the show that is my heart q was uh, appeared there many times yeah so yeah q I mean you know if you're a trek fan you know q and you, you know what else can you say about q he's awesome um but he's also so q for you is omnipotent omniscient and omnipresent so he's kind All of right. he's, he's a god he's the closest to a god that any Trek character has ever gotten to um okay. with the possible exception of um trelane on the original series who if you read the novel, Q squared is actually a Q. But anyway, that's yeah, geek but, out for you there.
0: Well, it was great because you were like, you know, you were trying to explain him to me and you're like, he's omnipresent, omnicute, whatever the hell you were saying. I was like, oh, so he's SAT words. Really. <laughs> I didn't know what the hell you were saying there, but, uh, you know, God bless him. <laughs> yeah. He's he's omniscient. He knows everything.
1: He's wow. um, omnipresent. He's every. He can be everywhere at once if he wants oh, okay, to. Okay. And he's, um, what was the other word I used? Uh, um, omnipotent. <laughs> <laughs> omnipotent. Which, that means
0: he can't have kids. Omniscient, no, uh,
1: omnipotent. No, omnipotent means <laughs> You know what? Yeah, why am I why am I saying these words? Why am I saying S A T words? He knows a lot, he can do whatever he wants to no, at the drop of a of a snap. He yeah, he is no. all his shit. Before Thanos. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, he was the original. Gotcha, gotcha. Oh actually probably not if he read the comics. I guess if Thanos snapped and it damn. So Q no, I mean, was biting off with Thanos. I
0: I Omnipresent, I definitely know. Uh, you know The other ones, I, I, they, were, they, were, they were dicey. But it's like, I, I should know them. It's like, you know, they, you're using them because they're, you know, what are we doing here? We're not 10 years old. What not? It's an intelligent audience, you know? They know. I think, I, I, I don't I'm, know. I'm a, total, I'm a total idiot, but
1: I think omnipotent means you know everything. Omniscient means you are always right. And omnipresent means you're everywhere at once. Maybe that's what it is. I don't know. Hey, you know what? Give us a shout out. Let us know how stupid we are, all right? At W A R 10 Anyway, um, Q, that's Q. So he could do whatever the hell he wants. He could snap his fingers and kill somebody. He could snap his fingers and bring the Enterprise back to the Bing Bang. Like he could literally do anything. So it's pretty wild. Nice. Um, and he used it mostly for comic relief uh, towards the end of his tenure. But uh, great character, Q. God bless him. Do you want to guess? So you've mentioned my number one already, but I haven't said it yet as a part of the official list. Can you think of who well, I didn't
0: say yet? Oh, the Borg. That's right. The Borg. Ah, yes. Okay. So this is number one. So now, now, do you think this is controversial or this is definitely in everyone's top three, or you would say, at least? Uh, I don't
1: think, it, you know, without a doubt, I don't think it's controversial that Borg would be number one. Okay. Um, it's controversial that Borg might be over Khan or Q, but I think for the most part, anybody would have Khan Borg, Borg Khan, in my opinion. I just happen to have Borg Q Romulans Khan, so it's, I know it's a little out there. So here's why the Borg's number one, Okay. You've seen first contact. You know the Borg are the half organic, half robotic creatures that will assimilate you. They'll stick something in your neck. Next thing you know, you're a Borg, and you lose all your humanity. And you're fucking—it's soul crushing—and you're well, done. Well, like a vampire, um, almost. Uh. Yeah, exactly like a vampire. That's exactly right. You, you know, you're paying attention, Bomber. I'm very proud well, of you. We're, we're trying. I, I'm just trying to.
0: Related to other things that I know, so I can get an idea of what the hell we're fucking talking about here. But For you boy, guys you know. out there, I'm
1: not being condescending. I'm doing a, I'm doing a little Dennis to Charlie and always sunny when he's like, "Yeah, hey, Charlie, you're really paying attention. I'm proud of you, buddy. That was directed that's from that."
0: The old I am not Peppa talking boy, down to my buddy the... Bomber. What's yeah, that? No, no. <laughs> you know the way you were doing. that was like, "That's the old Peppa boy. That's <laughs> the old." <you> know. <laughs> that's exactly right. Uh, <laughs> oh, we got to do a Looney
1: Tunes pod at some point, Bomber.
0: Hey, listen, that that I can get involved in, but but you know what? Yeah, it's no it's funny. It's funny when you say the Borg, it makes me for some reason the only thing I, I was thinking about that I think uh, not all the time, but there was a DC character called Cyborg. I think is that am I am I am oh, yeah. right? Oh yeah. That, that, for some yeah, reason, even my I know that. Went, yeah. My mind went there. I, I don't think he's around sure. all the time, but I mean but, uh, that's
1: that's that's clearly where they got it from. So there's cyborgs, and so they just sort of truncated it, right? This is the yeah. Borg. Right. So yeah, right, I right, mean right, that, that's right. clearly where they got it from. So good call there. Um Yeah, the only reason I know Cyborg is because I watched the. um you know, Justice League movie or whatever. So okay, okay, And yeah, that yeah, character was in that. One of know. the
0: cartoon things I watched to watch. I remember I had him in there, but but the uh, but now, but go on with the Borg now because I now are they in? I know from first contact, but I'm saying and as far as the show goes, were they in all of the shows or you know?
1: No, so they premiered in Next Gen. Okay, but
0: then okay, okay.
1: they then they became a part, a big part of Voyager, um, to the point where Janeway ended up being Captain Janeway on Voyager ended up being like the premier expert on the Borg more than Jean Luc Picard who was a Borg. Um, the two-part episode that I showed you—he actually yep. became a Borg briefly, and, and uh, came back while, from that. Yeah. So the Borg became a huge presence on uh on Next Gen and, and on Voyager. But you know what? Let me segue this real quick. This is this something really cool? I'm yep. watching Lower Decks season three. It just started. I'm saying really cool. You're you not gonna have any idea what the fuck I'm talking about. But no, but- Lower Decks season three. Well, you said the Borg. What season? So the Borg are in the opening titles of Lower Decks. It's hilarious. So so the the titles of Lower Decks is sort of like an anti enterprise right so it's it's the ship called the cerritos right and it's about them like the J- bomber you would love the show you really would just the opening titles alone it's about the ship just fucking up over and over you know like the enterprise can't right, do no right, wrong right, right. but this ship like you know they scrape like a fucking comet and they just fall out of the sky you know and then like so there's this borg battle going on where a bunch of romulans are fighting the borg and the ship is sitting there and it just turns around and fucking bails it doesn't even help you know so, <laughs> that's the Federation one i would be ship. operating yeah uh, you know. <laughs> that's right so so the reason i'm bringing this up is yes because the borger in the opening titles but i'm watching the titles i literally just watched episode three of season three before we got on this pod and Bomber, you won't know who this is but i'm gonna bring another villain into this the crystalline entity was in that battle all of a sudden in season three i didn't see them in the credits for seasons one and two i think they added that as a little maybe not an easter egg because it's very obvious but uh they just threw it in there. I thought that was kind of cool. I got to go back now and watch the titles from you know, seasons one and two and see if they were in there. I know they weren't because I would have recognized
0: the crystalline entity. A- but, anytime um, you can involve the crystalline entity, is, is, that's, a, that's an <laughs> impressive thing.
1: <laughs> the crystalline entity was this... Uh, actually, the episode where Data uh, Data's twin brother where they find him, the crystalline entity was this just organic, huge space creature that just eats planets. It's kind of like a Galactus for, oh, okay. uh, for Star Trek. And... Uh, it killed all the colonists on Data's planet. Um, one more little footnote. At one point on NextGen, Data says um, there is no known natural phenomenon that could travel at warp. Not true. The crystalline entity, a natural phenomenon, can travel at warp. That was the one nitpick that I always wanted to write into the nitpickers guide and tell them about that I caught that no one else kind of did. I'm sure a bunch of you did listening. But it was never in any of the books, and in the '90s, I was like, "Holy shit, I got gotcha. you!" And that was my one—that uh, was my one nitpick. I never got in there. I'm gonna do yeah. a quick rewind here, bomber, and get us back to because we really lost the thread there. I should say I lost the thread, and you just kind of hung on and well, for the disappointing no.
0: ride. No, there was a few things there that blurted out. I couldn't couldn't get some of that, but yeah, no, uh, no, I, I think it's fine. I think this is good though. It's, it's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> so the crystalline entity bring it back to the Borg, who were in the opening titles
1: of you know lower decks. Boom, bringing the Borg back. So the, the Borg's number one. They've been in a bunch of series. Um, they're, they're, they're scary. They, you know, they're not just ruthlessly efficient. They're not just a brilliant stroke of writing um, on the part of any sci-fi writer. Um, the Borg are, in my mind, um, if they're based on some former science fiction invention, I, I, I don't know it. But uh, they have a cube ship. Which makes total sense. There's no resistance in space. So there's no reason to have a sleek ship that can go faster. It doesn't matter. There's no resistance in space. It can be a flat wall and it was still go just as fast as you know the Enterprise would. So cool, it's just a cube cool. symbolizing the efficiency of the Borg. They all work as one hive mind. Um so that makes them really fucking scary too. I don't remember First Contact or not, but talk about the Veneans. There was a there was a couple scenes on First Contact where it was literally like a horror movie. When they first realized the Borg were on the ship. It's all dark. You remember any of that?
0: Yes, yeah, so I was. It's it's vaguely I do remember it. And if, right. in fact, I, I was going to say some of it reminds me a little bit of uh, the way you're describing it, like Battlestar Galactica, the bad guy thing, right? Or no? You know, oh, the
1: the Cylons, sort the of Cylons. the uh, uh,
0: the. Uh, I mean, the yeah, the
1: robots, right? So they don't feel, right? There's something yeah, inherently yeah, yeah. scary about that,
0: right? Yeah. You can
1: uh, Matt Groening from The Simpsons, like robots are the scariest thing to him. He said this multiple times because you can't reason with a robot. You know what I mean? You got a psychopath that's going to slice your face open. You might be able to get to him and say something to him to kind of calm him down. No chance with a robot. Like If they're going to kill you, they're going to kill you. That's it. You can't reason with them. Kind of a scary concept, really. And I think the Borg really personify what's, you know, terrifying about an enemy that you can't talk to. The whole Federation is based on civility and creating contacts with other worlds. And there's a species who wants nothing to do with it. They don't even want to hear you. They're just gonna fucking take your soul and move on. And It's yeah, uh, yeah it's pretty scary.
0: No, no, no doubt. It's like i uh, I'm trying. I'm trying to come up with the right analogy of that, but it's like you know, like a machine that just uh, It's only thing is you know chopping things up or killing or whatever. You know, that it's just gonna keep doing what it what it does. You know, it's not gonna yeah. How hard, hard to stop that? You know, unless there's a power button or something or a plug you can <laughs> take out of the wall. What are we doing here? You know. I mean, t- obviously, there's always a technical trick that they find, you know, to get out of these right. battles, but
1: you know, the Borg reshaped the whole Federation too. So the Borg, like, this is the impact they had more so than, you know, Khan, Q, uh, maybe to a lesser extent, the Romulans, but the Romulans were the same boat with the Borg as far as what I'm about to say. So they really reshaped how the Federation works. When the Borg were discovered, they knew they were coming. They started building ships faster because they knew at some point the Borg weren't going to come and try to take over um the defiant the ship on Deep Space nine was built specifically to fight the borg there was a whole you know um it was a prototype but they ended up building ships that were just designed just to fight the borg the borg became less of a threat towards the end of the show but it, nevertheless um the borg changed the way the whole universe i mean the whole galaxy went about their business that that's the impact the borg had and being a an next gen fan Early on, watching the Borg in season two, um, you know Whoopi Goldberg, one of Guinan's episodes. Big deal. Big deal. That's why the number one on my list. That's why Khan wasn't number one for me. Sorry, folks. The Borg are the fucking shit. That's what I got. What do do you think of that? Did did, did I uh, make a case or am I full of shit?
0: No, no, you didn't. In fact, I was going to ask you, you kind of made me think of an overarching question I was going to ask. I don't think they've ever, I don't know if if they've done something like this. They probably have, or it's probably out there. But I was going to say, if you had a list of the top ten... Movies, uh, I'm sorry, villains from movies and television in the history of, of movies and television. How many of these Star Trek ones would be on that list? Do you think well, any of them would? Would the Borg be on there? Like you made a kind of a case for them there. Like, like you know, I, for some reason I'm, I'm thinking like you know, I, you know, Darth Vader is probably going to be there. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, I the Joker. I, I, I'm trying to think of you know no famous doubt. big big villains. But would the Borg be on there? Would Khan be on there? Would uh, Khan? Would, 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 would William Shatner be on there because he's kind of a <laughs> pain in the ass sometimes? I don't know, you know. Khan, uh, no, I mean, yeah,
1: definitely would. If you're talking movies, Khan is more iconic than the Borg. The Borg are more of a TV show threat. Yes, they were in first Contact, okay. but um, no, Khan is. I'll admit, Khan is way more iconic than any of the maybe maybe the Klingons are the other like famous sort of Star Trek yeah. iconic villain. But if you're talking about just one person, yeah, Khan would definitely be on there. Vader'd be higher, of course. Um, you know, Vader, Voldemort, it might make the list a little higher than you know, than uh Khan would. but Khan would have to be top ten if they weren't. Something's wrong. You, you got
0: a fireball. Yeah. If you're talking movies, if you're talking movies, it's got to be con. Yeah, he's gonna be in the yeah. top ten. I think okay. so, right? I mean, right. yeah, no, I mean, I I I, I would think so too. I mean, you know, uh, I, I'm trying to rack my brain. Who's the bad guy in the Lord of the, the Lord of the Rings? Is there was there? Forget the guy's name. Yeah, uh,
1: Sauron. It's sort of like a like a disembodied eye, though, right? So it's not really yeah. kind of the same.
0: Yeah, no, yeah, no. Yeah, I would put Khan above him. then No, I mean. I would. I sure would, yeah. I, I, I wouldn't I mean, put him above Voldemort and Vader, though. I'll be honest with you. Um, yeah. Well, also, I also think those guys have, had, have multiple, multiple movies, too, for Khan, right? He's only had the one. Well, he's got two movies now, right? He was in one of the new ones. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. He was in the two
1: movies and the one episode. So, yeah. So, I guess you could make but the argument that uh, the impact yeah. he's made, yeah, with just those two. Yeah. Yeah. Or really, I mean, they didn't need Into Darkness to solidify Khan's... That's true, right. You know, so really, just Rat the Khan was really enough. That yeah, movie was I mean, such that, a classic that, that, that yeah. sort of cemented Khan as an iconic villain in the pop culture. I Yeah, it's a great question. I, I I think it would be Khan out of this list. And like I said, maybe the Klingons. You know, if you were talking multiple, you know, a species in general or something. But
0: Well, you know, I got to be honest with you. Out of this whole fucking thing, my, if I was doing the list, like I said, if it was initially Khan, that's it... My new number one is the Vidian. I, I, these things, uh, I'm telling you right now, I'm, I'm gonna go to bed with fucking nightmares with this thing here. Now I gotta watch check out the na- episode. You know, it's funny because they they, they look pretty that.
1: fucking freaky too, because they're all fucked up, because you know they're mangled because they keep trying to repair their bodies from this disease that's just ravaging them. So they look crazy. They got British accents. They steal your organs. It's it's pretty fucking
0: crazy. Yeah. Yeah, that's 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 rough stuff right there. Uh, I, I I'm gonna have to watch that during the day with the fucking teddy bear in my hand and the lights on. I'll tell you that. That's that's fucking scary. <laughs>
1: yeah man and listen before we cut out i I do have one honorable mention
0: i usually put them at the top of the order i was going to ask you about that before you said number one i totally forgot to do that yes let's 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 hear this yes so this the honorable mention uh species
1: 8472 yes that's their name species 8472 we got that name from um here you go title and seven of nine jerry ryan from voyager so she was a borg who became you know human again they rescued her um so when they encountered this species, she remembered them when she was part of the Borg and they had a designation. Every species has a designation according to the Borg. Um, and this was species 8472, eight, four, seven, two, the 8,400 8,742nd 8, species they've encountered. Now these guys are badasses because Never they actually, the <laughs> right. I, I totally cued you up for that one. Shit. No, I know you did though. No. God, they're, uh, they actually are stronger than the Borg. They defeated the Borg. Um, you know, an amazing cold open where like uh, you just see two Borg cubes in space, and they're like, "We're the Borg. We're gonna fuck you up." Blah blah blah. And then a a fire just comes out of nowhere and just destroys the cubes, like just like that. It was pretty crazy. And that was, and then it went to credits. You were like, "Holy shit! What the fuck was that?" Wow. That was this species. The Borg picked a fight with the uh, with these guys, and they uh and they lost. They ended up being an ally of the Federation. So uh, their their um DNA was so dense it could not be. In you know in 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 uh, invaded by the Borg like technology, they were so dense it just fought it off. They 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 couldn't assimilate them, so they couldn't uh, couldn't get to them. Pretty pretty cool, pretty cool uh, two part episode on Voyager of Scorpion where this uh, species was
0: introduced and uh, honorable mention. What are you gonna do? I like that. Very cute, you know. Interesting. Yeah, it's cute. It's cute, you know. Uh- uh, by the way, I, this is a random thought here that I'm just going to put out there. Yeah, I, 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 for some reason, I was thinking. I, I know that, that you mentioned somewhere along the line, in one of these episodes, there's there's a baseball mitt or something, a or baseball in, in Star Trek or something.
1: There is, yeah. Sisko's yeah, a giant baseball fan.
0: I was only thinking about this because I was still trying to think about help help Drew out a little bit with a with a with a with a, with a topic here. Hey, top ten hockey references in Star Trek. I mean, is there any hockey talk in Star Trek? Other than Guinan learning
1: hockey in the. TNG uh, season eight tweet. I don't think there's any hockey at all. Maybe sports. I thought you were going to go sports. Maybe well, like I, top ten I mean, sports moments in, in, in and, Star, and trek. Star Trek.
0: Can, can you get the ten in there? Is, is it like that? Or maybe, yeah.
1: Not with well, not with real life sports.
0: There's a lot of oh, Trek sports okay. that you could do it. You know, oh, mean? Like okay. Their like their a, version of like, chess,
1: their version of, like, tennis, their version of like tennis, their version of this oh, and okay. that, you know? Like Quidditch. Kind of had the that. The,
0: what was the Harry Potter one? Quidditch? Was yeah, thing? right.
1: Quidditch, exactly. It's like that. You could do Dom Jot or, you know, what. Ah, There's a bunch of sports. I mean, they do play baseball, for real, in uh oh, okay. in there. But that's kind of the only sport that like, they sort of still... Boxing, yes. Baseball, yes. I don't think I've seen any references to basketball, hockey, or football.
0: Uh, but. Or uh, soccer, yeah, I, I love the idea that these guys are sitting around in a room or whoever's writing all of it going, you know, right, we got to come up with a new name for this sport, a new name for that sport. But baseball, they sat there for fucking an hour, came up with nothing. <laughs> like, you know what? We're just going to stay with baseball, and we're going to fucking move <laughs> on here, you know? That's right.
1: And even when they do it, it's never like, uh, you know, it's, uh, they like, like I said, like handball is like, it's just called something else ball. It's it's just, it wasn't a oh, great okay, name.
0: Okay. Yeah, yeah, spring, yeah, yeah. Spring ball. The spring ball. That's what it was. Spring, spring ball. Spring ball. I like that. All right. Ridiculous. Sounds happy. I don't know. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hey, look, that's all we got, man. Um, uh Let's tell everybody about your brother's podcast. Oh, yes. Uh, my brother has a podcast called First Class Fatherhood. He just had, God damn it, I can't remember the guy's name, but you'll know him as uh, Frank Rizzo from the Jerky Johnny Boys. B, Johnny B. Johnny Brennan. Johnny B. Yes, he just had him on. From uh, the Jerky Boys. Fine. Apparently, he's a father. That's scary. Uh, yeah, uh, he's doing very well with that. Uh, you know, uh, I think he just had Brian Dawkins on, who played for the Eagles uh, and, the, and the Broncos. But yeah, he's uh, he's doing well. He's uh, that that's first class fatherhood. Please check him out. Uh, you know what I like about the podcast? I like that. Um,
1: like the, the like it doesn't go on for an hour. Like you know, he gets in there, he asks his questions, boom, he's out. Like I like it. You can just if you're interested in like you know, hearing what um what Matthew McConaughey had to say about fatherhood or
0: what yeah. uh the Chris Russo one is hilarious. He's in and out. Boom, boom. Yeah, appreciate that. Uh, I'm trying to think. Uh, yeah, you know, um. I appreciate that you brought on uh, me for the villain episode here because, uh, you know, it makes me feel like, uh, you know, I feel like we, uh, you would bring back an arch enemy from high school or something. Hey, we're doing top 10 villains. You know, you bring on someone you don't like or something. Like that. <laughs> right, right. Here's an asshole you guys might like. Brian
1: Parks. Welcome welcome to the show,
0: Brian. I appreciate it. What number am I? Am I one or two? or? <laughs> uh, no, I, I, it's been a lot of fun here. We, we appreciate it here. Uh, you know, Hey, um, man. And we'll
1: bring you back for the next one. You're uh, like, you're it, man. You're it. It's me and you now. Let's let's take this thing. uh, Let's take this thing forward. What do you say? Let's do it to the heights. Let's do it. (laughs) The heights. All right, folks, listen, that's all we got for you today. Um, you know, hit us up. Um, instagram at stwarp10 email us stwarp10 at gmail.com and uh thank you so much for listening we really appreciate it um hopefully you uh keep listening we're going to try to get more episodes out there at a quicker pace for you but uh yeah bomber and i and who knows we'll be back uh for the uh for the next pod we'll see you soon bomber
0: yep, Sign you know live long and god bless